We're just going to share this word with y'all on tonight. I hope it bless your soul. Turn to Mark 27. If you got your phones, if you got an Apple phone, just can tell you, you say you got something else you need to repent. Mark chapter 10, verse 27. I'm going to start it off. We're going to read together. One thing we have to do in the body of Christ, we have to do on one accord. You know? Yeah, Now everybody reading something else. I'm reading out the King James Version. I'm going to start it off and we're going to read together. Y'all going to take it over. Amen. And Jesus looking upon them. When I had got this invite from Pastor, um, I'm an individual, I like to pray a lot. I probably can't preach like everybody, like my wife and stuff, but I have a prayer life. And that's one of my strong suits that the Lord gave me. I pray, and he speaks to me when I pray. And he gave me this message, and I was like, Lord, are you for sure you want me to preach this message? Because a lot of times I have heard many people preach this message, and it's really just directed towards the women. And so I'm like, Lord, are you sure you want me to preach this message right here? And I try to get out of it and stuff. I'm like, okay, are you sure? And then last week, we were supposed to come last week, we did come. I said, okay, I think he's going to switch the message up and maybe go right back to it all over again. And I said, okay, Lord. And right before you ever deliver a message, if you really called to preach, a lot of times people say, I'm, I'm, I'm called to preach, but many people ain't called to preach. Besides the point, but when you really call to preach or whatsoever, before you deliver that word, you go through. You start fighting some things. And I'm like, Lord, I want to get out of this message right here. I almost said, I was going to tell my wife. She didn't know. I was like, I think you need to call Pastor Ryan to will. Let's reschedule for another day. <laughs> because when the enemy starts fighting you real heavy and real hard, God is trying to speak directly to someone. I want you to put on your discernment glasses and Look me up and down whatsoever. I don't know any of y'all. My wife, Claire, that's my lovely wife, a lover, the life. Um, my wife don't talk to me about anybody here. I don't know y'all at all. But I have a prayer life. Hear me. Hear me. One thing the Lord said on tonight, come out of your comfort zone. If you do not come out of your comfort zone, nothing can happen for you. Because you come to church, church is not for healthy people. Churches for sick people. You don't go to the hospital and try to find healthy people. A lot of times we come to church, we think people, oh, they're supposed to be all the way together. And all half the people come to all the people come to church, we all jacked up. And we have to repent daily and come before the Lord yeah. and keep that old man upon the subjection. Because the old man always wants to come back alive all the time. Amen. All right, we're gonna be coming out of the book of Luke. Luke chapter 8. Luke 8, we're gonna start at verse. 40 and it reads and it came to pass that Jesus was returning to the people glad to receive him for they were all waiting for him verse 41 behold there came a man named Jairus that he was a ruler of the synagogue and he fell down at Jesus feet and besought him that he will come to his house 42 have one only daughter about 12 years of age and she was lying dying but as he went the people thronged him verse 43 that's where we want to start at and there was a woman with an issue of blood had an issue of blood for 12 years 
And the Lord gave me this word, enough is enough. He says, so many of my people, they come to church and they have so many issues and they're trying to hide it. You have all this stuff going on with you. Why are you trying to hide your issue? Many of y'all probably got one. You probably got more than one. You probably got four issues. I used to go to church all the time, Pastor Brian. I used to hide my issues and, and come to church and clap and scream and roll around all over the floor. And I had so many issues. And then when I went back home, my true color came out. My, the, the real Jamel came out, not Minister Jamel, not Elder. Was, the real Jamel came out because I had many issues that I was trying to hide in front of the church people. The Lord said, why are you trying to hide your issues? He said, you know what you got on the inside of you. You come to church and you sing praise and worship songs. You oh, thank you, Jesus, Lord, I love you. You saying all this stuff, but you got these issues on the inside of you. Look at the woman. She had an issue for 12 years. For 12 years she had this issue. Trying to hide it. She was hiding that issue for 12 years. That's a long time to be dealing with a situation. And you had 12 years. All that time she could have went to the Lord, but she spent so much time trying to hide it. The Lord said, why do you keep coming to my house if you got all these things that's on the inside of you and you don't want to face it? You don't want to face it. And you can lie to everybody else and tell everybody else that you're okay, but you're not. You smile and you cry whatsoever. You go back home, you're still angry. You still got this pride dealing with you. You haven't let it go. You still got this gossiping dealing with you. You, 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 you haven't even let it go. Hey, sister, I'm praying for you. Hey, you know what she did? You know what he did? She struggled with this thing for a long time. And I began to, you know, I like to do math or whatsoever. She struggled with this issue for 12 years, right? 12 years equals to 4,380 days she struggled with this issue. That's a long time, yes. right? She struggled with this issue. That's a long time. 144 months she struggled with this issue, walking around, dying. You can come to the house of God, you got all this stuff on the inside of you, wonder why you're not getting free. You wonder why you're not getting free because you don't want to face it. You want to spend so much time trying to hide what's in the side of you. Why are you trying to hide it? Why are you trying to hide it? I gave my life to the Lord. I was raised in church, man. We went to church too much growing up, I was saying. And I gave my life to the Lord in 2009. From 2009, I say all the way to 2015, I say 2015, say 14 or what, so that's when I got saved for real. Huh. All the other time I was hiding my issues. I was coming to church and I was preaching. Oh, God is good. God is good. And you push me hard enough, that's when I cuss you out with the mic in my hand. You push me hard. I'm going to tell you, I got preach, I preach at the church, and so I'm very transparent and stuff. And the Lord said, Son, you can't be open to my people while I brought you from. He said, You need to close the Bible and never preach again. Because they, they need to hear the truth. Don't hide where you don't bend. A lot of church people like to hide where they don't bend. You got to tell people the truth. Tell people you can't come out of your sin. You can't change. And I was preaching all that time to oh, God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. And couldn't wait to get out of church to go to the strip club. Hidden issues. Saying that I was saved and I was filled. Filled with something, not the Holy Ghost. 
She spent all that time trying to hide. You got to catch this. Verse 43, as a woman dealing with an issue of blood for 12 years, and she spent all her living upon physicians, and neither could heal anything. Everything that she got, she was running to every, everybody else besides the master. You run into everybody else trying to get you, trying to get help from your, from your problem. You run into everybody else, but you don't want to come to Jesus. You're making excuses why you don't want to fast, you don't want to pray. That's how you're going to get delivered from that issue. I don't care how, some, how many times somebody lay hands on you, they can lay hands on you until you blue in the face. That's not going to deliver you. You got to put away some meals. I got desperate. I said, Lord, I got so many issues, I need you to set me free. I got so many things that's going on with Jamal, I can't hide it anymore. Just like when your mother or your father, they tell you to clean your room up when I was a kid. My mother said, son, go, Jamal, go clean your room. All right, mom. I went to her, I said, I'm cleaning up. I keep stuff up under the bed and push stuff in the closet. And you can do that for so long. And sooner they put them clothes up under the bed and them clothes in the closet, they start to come out. And you hide the dirty dishes up under the bed, sooner they you start to smell stuff. You can't hide anymore. The Lord said he's trying to reach some of y'all. He said, you got to deal with it. She was dying. She was dying. You got to tell yourself enough is enough. I'm tired of being the way. I'm tired of being like this. I don't care who look at me. I made it into my mind. I said, I don't care who look at me. You can stare at me. You can point the finger at me. Because half the folks that point the finger at you, they got the demon in them too. They can talk about you all day. Oh, you know what she's doing? You know what he's doing? And that situation worse than yours. Verse 44. Came behind him and touched the border of his garment. The border. That's a piece of a cloth. And then he said it's using it in the fold. The border of something, right? She said, I know if I just touch the, the border of his garment. Another person said, I just touched the, 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 the hem, right? Some people say, oh, oh, she touched prayer beads. The devil is like, she touched no prayer beads. She touched the beads. Or what's, no. She touched on me. She said, if I can just touch the, the hem, the border yeah. of his woman, I, I, yeah. I know I've made whole, right? That's why you got to come out your comfort zone. I don't care who look at me. I know my issue. I know what I'm dealing with. And if I can just get to the house of God, yeah. I'm going to push my way to the altar. If yeah. I can just touch the, 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 the border of Jesus' garment, I know I can be made whole. And no matter what I'm not dealing with, I'm going to be set free. Yeah. That's how you got to be. You have to be desperate. Are you desperate for your change or are you just going to keep coming to church and existing? Existing. What is your issue? The Lord said some of y'all deal with so much anger you don't want to face it. He said you deal with so much pride that you don't want to face it. He said y'all got so much unforgiveness on the inside that you don't want to face it. I'm going to tell you something about that unforgiveness. You can go wrong, go along just existing in church and you feel like you're okay, but truth be told, you're not. I told myself, you can tell yourself a lie for so long, you sure believe me. I told myself, yeah, I forgive it, my father. Last weekend, I had to go preach a service somewhere and I, and I looked up on my phone, my aunt passed away and stuff, and I, I seen a picture of my father. Right? I was like, I seen a picture of my father. I looked at him. <laughs> Look. Looked at him. Looked at him. Looked at him again. 
slam up on them. And the Lord said, son, you haven't forgiven them. Yeah, I have. He said, why are you slamming your phone? That's one of my issues that I struggle with. And I told God, I, I let it go. Sometimes you say, you know, forgiving a person to that person, come back in your face. All that anger, all that hurt come right back to you, sir. Because you lock stuff behind closed doors and soon later it's starting to come out. And then when I seen the picture of that man, all that anger, that hurt came all the way back up to the surface. The little kid in me came out all over again. He said, son, you got to deal with that. He said, you can't preach to my people if you don't want to face your issue. He said, you can't preach if you don't want to face it, son, you got to deal with that. And I was talking to the kids the other day at my job, I had to do a service, and while I was talking to them, I said, I, I seen the picture of my dad, and I got so mad, all of a sudden I just broke down and started crying. I said, Lord, I need you to take this from me because it's eating away at me. It's consuming me, and I feel like I'm okay, but truth to be told, I'm not okay. I can't even speak well of him because I'm still mad what he done when I was a kid. He said, some of y'all got this unforgiveness, this deep rooted in you. He said, one of the things, he said, some of y'all deal with, y'all deal with abandonment. You deal with abandonment. That's one of your issues. You got to face it. He said, some of y'all been dealing with this for a long time. Or are you going to face it? Or are you going to keep making an excuse? Look at this woman right here. She got tired of being the way she was. And she knew if they catch me out here, I can be stoned to death. She could have been killed, but she said, I don't care. I'm going to get to Jesus. That's how you got to be. You got to get desperate. I don't care how, what it takes. I'm going to get to the Lord. Sometimes you got to do other things other people won't do. I had to get desperate. A lot of people look at me, Jamel, you're so, you, you strange. You're doing too much. I was going on three or four, I was going on fasts three or four days. No food, no water because I wanted to be delivered. I got tired of being the way I was. Oh, preacher, you're fasting too, too much. No, I'm not. I ain't fasting enough. I'm not, I'm not crying out enough, brother, because I got this stuff on, on the inside of me. You don't know what happened to me in my childhood. I'm very transparent. I don't, I'm not playing. A, I'm not a victim. I'm going to tell you what God brought me from. I had issues from my, from my childhood. For five years, I was violated by somebody in my family for five years, and I held on to all of that. And I wonder why I was so angry all the time. And the Lord said, son, you got to forgive that person or you can't preach my word. I said, Lord, how can I forgive that person? You know what they've done to me. They took a part of my childhood. I can't get back. I can't get that back. He said, son, you got to forgive him. I said, Lord, it hurt. He said, I know it did. I know it's digging at you. He said, but you got to forgive him. I said, Lord, I don't want to pray for him. But you do. You got to. A situation happened. What broke a lot of things. I was just crying out to the Lord. The situation happened. I got a call from somebody and they said, pray for this person in your family that just got stabbed eight times or whatsoever. There's a possibility of not going to make it. And the Lord said, are you going to pray now? Are you going to forgive me now? I said, okay, Lord, well, I'm going to forgive that person. But it hurt. Some things may hurt, but you got to face it. Yeah. I'm going somewhere. She touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood was snatched. I like that. To seize or to suddenly possess without permission. If you come out of your comfort zone and touch the, 
the hem of Jesus' garment. I don't care what you're dealing with. I don't care what you're struggling with in your mind. I don't care what your issue may be. I promise you, he will set you free. I don't care what it is. Are you going to come out of your comfort zone? Are you going to say, God, I don't care who looks at me. I need to be set free. I don't care. Talk about me, but I'm getting to Jesus. 45. And Jesus said, who touched me? All denied Peter. And they said to him, Master, a great multitude from me. You know, one of the things, if you really study the word multitude and you look Jewish or whatsoever, it says a multitude it usually consists of probably 10,000 people. That just counts men. That's not counting women. Imagine all those people surrounded around Jesus, right? All those people surrounded around Jesus, but she's the only one that got the miracle. Just think about that. That's a, that's a, just think about that. Out of all those people that were reaching out and touching them, right? Some people come to the church and they really don't want to be set free because they're not giving their own, right? Okay, Jesus, I'm going to give you this, but I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to give you this, but I'm going to hold on to that. Right? She made it in her mind, I don't care who look at me, even though I may get killed by doing this, I'm going to get to him. That's how you have to get it. Who cares who look at you? Lord, I'm going to press all the way. I know what I'm dealing with. I know the hurt that's on the inside of me. I don't care who stares at me. I don't care who look, look down at me. I don't care. I got some stuff on the inside of me. You don't set me free. I'm going to die in this situation. The multitude thrown thee, and they pressed thee, and said thou, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody has touched me, for I perceive that virtue has gone out of me. He already knew virtue had gone out of him because some people are desperate. She was desperate in her situation. You can come to church and look nice sitting on the on the bench and stuff and say, oh, I love the Lord, but you go back home, you still hurt me. The Lord said, come out of your comfort zone. Stop worrying about everybody else and looking across the room. I know this message is not for me. It's for that person across the room. The Lord, the Lord said that word is for you too. No more looking at nobody else. All of us are a work in progress. God is finishing the work on the inside of all of us. All of us got some issues that we need to face. If you say you don't got no issue, you need to be the first one on this altar. You got to deal with this issue. Are you going to press? Are you going to come out of your comfort zone? Are you going to worry about who's looking at you? Are you going to worry about who's, who's going to be pointing the finger at you? The Lord said, if you come out of your comfort zone, he said, I'm going to set you free on tonight. Some of y'all have been violated and you said you don't got past it, but truth be told, you have not got past it. You haven't. You said, oh, I'm past it. No, you haven't. You haven't got past it. You just been pushing down so far. But that stuff is still there. You're still angry. You still got the unforgiveness. You still got the pride there. You still got all this stuff there. I don't care how much you speak in tongues over it. You still got to face it. I don't care how much you see praise and worship songs. You still got to face that issue. You got to face it. I had many issues. And I felt like I was not going to get past it. Because I came to church and the people I came to church with were the main people that was talking about me. I couldn't get free. I came to church to get free. And I said, preacher, pray for me because I'm struggling with this. And after I get out of the church, everybody knew about it. 
Hey, preach on this. Okay, God is going to set you free from love above What? How is he going to, who you heard that from? Oh, um, the elder told me about it. I just asked him to pray for me and everybody know about my situation. Some of us got these issues and we don't want to let nobody in the church know because we want to hide it because we're afraid to open up to people at the church because we think they're going to run our information around. You're scared. That's why you want to hold on to your issue. But who cares if they know about your issue? Who cares? That's how you get it. I don't care if you know about my issue. Right? I tell people what I'm going to be. I'm going to tell people, this is what God brought me from. I learned a lot of stuff along, along that road. You can laugh at my issue. Yeah, I was there once upon a time before. I don't live there anymore. That's how you be. I don't care if you talk about one. Yeah, yeah, I struggled with that. Yeah, I had that issue. Yeah, I was like that. But 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 Jesus don't set me free from that. Let them talk. Are you willing to come out of your comfort zone? Are you willing to say, Jesus, here am I? I'm going to press. I'm going to press. I'm going to fully open up to you. One thing that I tell the young men at my job, I said, if you really want to experience the power of God, I said, you got to open up to him. And you can't be looking at who's next to you. I, don't, I said, close your eyes. And I said, just begin to open up your mouth to him. And I deal with probably about 25 to 30 boys. Or what, so, and half of them ain't never been in church a day in their life. I said, you come out of your comfort zone. I promise you, Jesus Christ is going to touch you on tonight. Teenage kids don't do courtesy balling. They don't cry out to Jesus. They don't. Some of the kids that's in my facility in there for murder, crying out to Jesus, Lord, save me. I'm tired of being the way I am. Desperate people do desperate things. Are you desperate for your change? Are you desperate for your change? Or are you going to keep coming to church being the way you are? Are you going to keep coming to church? Just existing. 12 years this lady wrestled with this thing. She was broke. The Bible says she spent everything she had. For 12 years she's been running to all these different places trying to get an answer. She could have just came to Jesus and got it. You've been running to everybody else because of your issue that you're dealing with. The only thing you got to do is come to Jesus. You want to run to that person, that person. It's the same. Hurt people always want to go run to hurt people to get advice. They don't want to run to the people that really got the oil on their life. They want somebody that's going to agree with them. They don't want to run to people now, honey, you just need to change. They don't want to run to people that's going to correct them. They don't want to, they want to run to people that's going to be on their side. Yeah, he was wrong, girl. He was wrong. He was a dog. That's how some people want to be. If you really want to be set free, hear me. If you want to be set free from your issue, hear me. You got to come out of your comfort zone. No more hiding. No more hiding. She pressed her way through a crowd of probably 10,000 people. No, it's probably more than that because it just count, they just counted the, counted the men. Think about the women and children that was around. That probably 15,000 people she pressed her way. She said, whatever it takes, I'm going to get to Jesus. Or you got whatever it takes in your spirit. I'm going to get to him. Whatever it takes. I don't know your issue. I don't know what you're dealing with. But I know somebody that does. I know somebody that can set you free. I had many issues and I felt like I never wanted to get better. I felt like my life was always going to be in a smile. I made my mind up, okay, Lord, I'm going to run to you. I'm all the way in. 
Then two weeks later, I'm back to the same old place. Because I didn't want to deal with that thing right there. Okay, God, I will deal with everything else. But that right there, I just don't want to let that go. Some things we hold on to is like a security blanket for us. We want to hold on to that offense. It builds a wall around us, right? And the wall that you build around build around yourself become your own prison. What is your issue? What is your issue? Stop coming to church and say, I'm okay. I don't have no problem. The Lord said he's been trying to speak to some of y'all about some of the things that's in your heart. About some of the things that's in your heart and you wonder why you're struggling on the inside. He said, I'm trying to take that right there. You say, okay, Lord, I'm going to let it go. I promise you. Okay, Lord, I'll let it go. Oh, Lord, it made me mad. All right, Lord, I'll let it go. Oh, Lord, they roll their eyes at me. I'm going to pick it back. If I wasn't saved, I'd beat them up. That, that, that should get all the way out to you. If I wasn't saved, I'd cuss them out. That should be all the way out to you, too. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Are you tired of being the way you are? Are you tired of being the way you are? That woman struggled with a condition for 12 years. Are you tired of being the way you are? Do you really want to be set free? Do you really want to be set free? Do you really want to be made over? She struggled with this situation. When you begin to lose blood, another thing they say, you begin to come confused. Blindness began to take, take place. Right now in your seat. Right now in your seat. Whatever your issue is, now it's, it's just between you and Jesus. Now it's not the time to be looking at somebody. I want somebody to come and lay hands on me. So I want somebody to come and touch me. You don't need nobody to come and touch you. The only person you need is Jesus. Jesus. 